Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'll give you one guess as to who would say the Padres are all in on Shohei Otani heading into the 2023 offseason. What national reporter would say that the Padres are all in on Shohei Otani to give it credibility? Uh, to give it credibility? Or to take away its credibility. Oh, one guess? I'm going to go with his name rhymes with Schaub Schmeitenbill. Exactly. It's like anything oh. that Bob Nightingale ever says, first of all, it doesn't ever occur. But Bob Nightingale has reported that the Padres, along with the Dodgers, will go all in on Shohei Otani at the end of the 2023 offseason or the end oh. of the 2023 season. All right, John and Jim with you. It is the wrap up show. As you make your way in, whether you're here live or on replay, please subscribe. We have year round Padres content for you. Please smash the like button for us. To support this channel, follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. If you want to support this channel, you can always click the dollar sign in the chat box down below. A great way to support this channel with the super chat. We get to every single super chat. We interact with those. It is a great way to support this channel. You can become a member as well. You get custom emojis and badges. Another great way to support this channel. But yeah, this isn't something that um, transpired here today, but we saw it maybe 24 or even 36 hours ago. Bob Nightingale literally burying this, Jim, in a lengthy article. It wasn't even his first bullet point after the lengthy article. It was just, hey, the Padres and Dodgers are expected to be all in on Shohei Otani when he becomes a free agent at the end of the 2023 season. Like, wouldn't that be your headline as opposed to like your 10th point in this random article? Yeah, that's the no, that's the talking point is if mm-hmm. you have sources or you have an inkling or if your main thing is that the Padres will be going all in, that's his words, all, all in, in on Shohei Otani next offseason with a potential pending uh, free agency looming of Manny Machado, depending on what happens there, and a looming free agency of Juan Soto in two seasons. And you're not making this like your number one headline. You're num- like the like the article should be all about this um, because this is the thing is, is if you think that the Padres are going all in for Shohei Otani, arguably the most recognizable player in your sport, like globally, definitely one of the most popular players in your sport and the only player that or not the only player, but the first player 
that will potentially get a $500 million contract across. And there's the first player in any sport to get that type of money. And that's like, not, it's not the first thing you say in your article. Like, what are we doing? Yeah. So per Nightingale, the Padres are the Dodgers quote unquote, stiffest competition for Shohei Otani. They quote unquote, plan to be all in on him next off season. Then the title of the article is I don't understand the Mets. Scott Boris breaks down Carlos Correa saga, Nightingale's notebook. And then you literally have to scroll so far down. The fact that I give Ben Fadden, Talking Friars, a lot of credit for finding this, or he was the first I saw it and had it. It was so far buried that maybe it came up in like a Google headline or something. But this thing, I mean, I'm not kidding, Jim. It's like 10,000 words in. Like (laughs) I'm still scrolling. It's ridiculous. Like I'm just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling to find it. Um, but I think that's all you really need to know. Here's the other thing we're going to talk about today. We talked about this yesterday on John and Jim, San Diego Sports 760, every day from 3 to 6. Please support that as well. That if there's any real avenue to Shohei Otani, then it doesn't include Manny Machado and or Juan Soto. Because you're not going to have Otani and Machado and Soto all under long-term deals, right? It's hard to think that. It's hard <laughs> to think that they can pull that off now. Again, with whenever we say that, we always have to preface by saying they've done things before that we thought they couldn't have done, they could they couldn't do, like signing Manny Machado, like uh trading for Juan Soto and trading for like Josh Hader and signing Musgrove and getting Darvish and Snell and you know signing Tatis to a 14-year contract. Like they have done things that a lot of people, I'm sure, have said that they couldn't have they could not have done. So with that being said, is it possible? Yeah, anything's possible. You know, like Kevin Garnett, anything's possible. <laughs> anything is possible with this ownership group and AJ Preller. Now we have to go to how likely is it? How plausible is this? What kind of percentage chance do you give it? And I don't give it that high of a chance at all, just because I think Machado's more important. I think that Soto, in their eyes, might be more important. I know that Otani is like Preller's white whale. They went hard after him when he was a free agent coming over to the States. If I think, you know, there was a DH in the National League, there's a real good possibility that Otani might have chose the Padres. Um, But I just, with everything else that this team needs to do, is Otani the, is Otani going after Otani as hard as Nightingale says they're going to do, right? Is that the smartest decision for this team long-term with all the other things that you need to do before that? The smartest decision long-term, the first order of business, and we're going to get to the super from Vector, and thank you, Vector, and thank you guys for your support. I'm going to get to it in one Thanks, second. Vector. The first order of business is extending Manny Machado. That's inarguable. You, no you might asked. love Shohei Otani. You might think you can land him, but first things first, you have to keep Manny Machado. By the way, in this Nightingale article that I have in my phone, Oh, nice. At the end of the article is this around the base paths, like where it's just tidbits and notes. You would think in the around the base paths, it would be number one, right? No, number one is something stupid about Trevor's story and his elbow surgery. Number two is about rumors persisting that the Astros will simply have owner Jim Crane and Hall of Famer Jeff Bagwell handled it. Nobody cares. Oh. <laughs> and then number three is the worst kept secret in baseball. That's the way he starts this. The worst kept secret in baseball is that the Dodgers are trying to stay below the luxury tax to jump in with all their might to sign Shohei Otani. 
and their stiffest competition, the San Diego Padres, who also plan to be all in. And that's it. That's all he says. No quotes, no reporting. That's it. Three sentences. Oh, by the way, the Dodgers and the Padres are going to land Shohei Otani. Anyway, Jim Crane thinks Jeff Bagwell would make a great, who cares? Um, oh, yeah. Vector. Actually, I want to know more about that. Can we can we get another article written There's about Jeff Bagwell that. and Jim Crane? Vector, thank you. He says, hope all is well, boys. Can't wait for the season. We can't Thanks, wait Vector. either. What are yes. we? Five weeks from spring We're 60 training. days out, John. No, we're always 60 days out. We're about 60 days out from opening day at this point, and we're pushing maybe 70 days out. I saw out. a tweet today, 50 days out from something. Yeah, but from what? Oh. Are we 50 days out from the WBC, which starts March 8th? We might be. Hold on. Hold on. Let me look right here. I got it pulled up on my phone. 50 days out to the WBC. You're right. Okay. How about that? I knew it was, I knew it was something. It's coming quickly. It really is. But back to the topic at hand. And again, if you're here, please subscribe. We have year-round content for you. If you're a Padres fan, <laughs> smash the like button for us. Follow us on Twitter. Thank you for your support of the channel with the Super Chats. Great way to support. Click the dollar sign <laughs> in the chat box it's down like, below. <laughs> Be like Bob Nightingale. Don't talk Padres till 545 today. The it's Padres make a trade. Really the Padres we, like sign Manny Machado a, a, a lifetime contract. We don't mention it until 545 today. Well, yesterday we contemplated, like we were coming off Super Wildcard Weekend and it was Martin Luther King Day and we were in the office until 445. I'm like, are we going to lead with this Otani thing? Or are we going to talk about the NFL and these stupid collapses and the idiocy of the Chargers organization? We didn't even hit on Otani until the second hour because it was reported by Bob Nightingale. Yeah, if it, it was Olin Gonzalez, Jeff Pass, and Ken Rosenthal, we would have hit on Kylie it. Much Daniel, sooner. like some, yeah. someone else, like Ken, like someone, Dennis Lynn, a, like if if somebody who is actually connected with this franchise and either a big time, like national reporter that gets stuff right majority mm -hmm. of the time, then yeah, this is like the entire show for weeks on end. But the fact that it was Bob Nightingale that was buried in his story. And then you just look at and you just try to connect the dots here and see how it all makes sense. And you're thinking to yourself, well, you have to re-sign Manny. And if you re like imagine if if in the offseason, re-signing Manny Machado and signing Shohei Otani in the same offseason, that's a billion dollars almost for two guys. <laughs> it's it's like eight or nine hundred. Yeah. Like that's I mean, what we're talking about here. If they do not get a contract extension done with Manny before he opts out. Let's let's allow producer Ben Fadden to take over a little bit of the wrap-up show because he suggested yesterday when we talked on air about this, which is basically what we were saying. The conversation was this, like, do you want Otani or do you want Soto and Machado long-term in a Padres uniform? But even if you wanted to shift that to, if you could choose two, what two do you choose? Machado, Otani, Soto. Now, we know that you have Machado and Soto already in uniform. And under mm -hmm. contract, one of them for one year, another for two years. Now you could listen. I think it's a fair conversation, and you've you've just made it here, and you made it yesterday on the radio. You said you prefer Soto to Otani, like as in if you took Machado off the board, because everyone's going to say keep Machado in a Padres uniform. By and large, that's a Padres mm -hmm. fan. So let's get that deal done, extend him out. Now you're down to Soto or Otani. Who do you choose? I think it's an interesting conversation. And who impacts the organization more over the next five to 10 years? Is Otani going to remain a two-way player into his mid-30s or late-30s? Soto's four years younger than Otani right now. 
But I mean, that, that's a worthwhile conversation, I would say. Do you want Soto for $400 million or do you want Otani for $500 million? By the way, Jeff Fletcher, who's the Angels beat writer, who told us last July there's no chance in hell that Otani's going to be traded when people are talking about it the final week or two. He's going to join us today on John and Jim at 4.30 if you want to tune in. San Diego Sports 760. But I think that's an interesting conversation like Soto, Otani. But you can't guarantee Otani. You can guarantee Soto, theoretically. I have an interesting thought on that. Mm-hmm. So here's why I could let me try to convince you to choose Manny and Otani. Okay. If you choose Manny and Otani, okay, guess what? You get Manny, Otani, and Soto for at least one season. Correct. You get all three for one year. And it's like you have to win the World Series. You get all three for one year. Now, if you choose Manny and Soto, you don't get that opportunity. It's a very interesting way of looking at it. Now, if now, you had all three in uniform for one year, though, and again, I don't care. No one does. But right now, they're not going over this 273 number, this right. CBT number. They'd obviously be way above it. Right? And they'd have no pitching because you lose Darvish and you lose Snell. But now, granted, you put Otani in the rotation. You have Otani and Musgrove. Um, nice one, too. And then Martinez, and then Reese, Kinnear. And Reese Kinnear, and whoever <laughs> else, right? You're going to score 10 runs a game. Right. But it's an interesting thing is like, there's a, there is a, like, that would make sense if you're AJ Perler and Peter Seidler. If you're thinking about it, like, okay, we probably can't get all three long term, but we could probably get all three for one year. Hmm. And we're going to lose one of them. And that probably is going to be Soto. Well, if you want to play that game, I, I can I can get you all three of them in 2023. Well, then you trade. Yeah, but but are the as Angels... a rental? As a rental, if you, if if you only want to have them for, if you can only guarantee having them for one year, and you want the payroll flexibility to do it, then just go find a way to get Shohei Otani in July. It's much easier than trading away every single prospect you have for Shohei Otani for a half a season. And just just going out and paying $40 million for him. And then you keep all your prospects and you get them for a full year. Yeah, but you can't. That's not easy. I know. It's not easy. None of it's easy. None of it's easy. I'm just thinking of like interesting ways where I'm trying to like beat the system here. And if instead of choosing Soto and Manny or, you know, like Otani or whatever the case may be over here, I'm choosing all three and I could do it in one season. Yeah, I know. It's interesting. Again, these are like fun, creative. But I do think no matter what, if we're talking about all three of these guys, the one guy that everybody should choose and will choose and we're probably choosing as well, it's Manny Machado. Like that is the number one guy you got to lock up long term. No questions asked. Yeah, especially when you consider that this offseason, there are so few impact bats. I mean, so few. That yeah, you have Otani, who's this unicorn, and then you would have Machado, and the you see the deals that have been given out this offseason, and you just don't want to get into that. You you don't want to consider the idea of Machado as a free agent and what that could potentially cost the Padres even to bring him back. Now, Alden Gonzalez wrote today about Otani potentially becoming the first five hundred million dollar player. I think it's very realistic. We talked about it yesterday as well, but he also wrote in there that it's widely considered that Manny Machado will return to the Padres one way or another, as it maybe opts out, 
but then gets a bigger deal, maybe gets extended. But that was Alden Gonzalez from ESPN who says it's widely considered that Manny Machado will return to the Padres beyond 2023, which is what we've been saying as well. We just said that there was a chance greater than zero that Machado would leave. And I still believe that. I think there's a chance greater than zero, but I still think there's a distinct possibility and likelihood that Machado returns in 2024. I do too. I just think that the two sides, the relationship there is too good. The only way this thing gets messed up is somehow the Padres don't offer him. Like if they lowball his ass, if they lowball him like severely, that's the only way this gets messed up, I believe. But you and I agree that that's unlikely. Right. I'm just giving you the only thing that I think would throw a wrench into Manny Machado staying here for the rest of his career is if the Padres lowball him and don't offer him that big contract. I just, that's the only thing. I agree with you. Let me get to the super. Thank you, John. Appreciate it. Thank you guys for your support of this channel. If you want to make sure we get your comment, if you want to support this channel, click the dollar sign in the chat box down below. Please subscribe. That's all we really ask. Please subscribe. Smash the like button for us as well. John says, what about Snell, Darvish? We still have to sign. I don't know about Snell. I don't know what that priority is. I know that Darvish, or we believe that Darvish is a priority and that they are hoping to extend him out for another year or two. But this is all part of that conversation. That before you can talk about Otani, you got to get your house in order. Like we said, you can't have two starting pitchers, even if you have the best two starting pitchers in the game. You can't have Otani and Musgrove and nothing. You're going to need Darvish because you're going to need him to complete this rotation. You need Darvish. You need Musgrove. I mean, you need more than that. So I don't know about Snell. I don't know if we'll be able to afford him, but I think the priority should be Darvish keeping him in a Padres uniform beyond 2023. Would anybody be heartbroken if Blake Snell left after this year? Depends on the year he puts together, but as we speak now, no. I think Darvish is, uh, even though he's way older, more liable, pitches more innings. Um. Those two alone are the reasons why I would keep him over Snell. Mm -hmm. And look, if you get a career year from Snell, that's great. You get a career year from Snell. And then let him walk. And let him walk because I I don't have faith Snell could put together. Like if say he has a career year this year, right? Do you believe if he signed like a five-year deal with the Padres, do you believe that four of those five or three of those five years would be the exact same as this, this upcoming season? No. No, not even close. He's just not reliable, and he doesn't pitch enough innings. And for those things, those reasons alone, I'm not giving him a big contract. What what show is that? Oh, that's like um, Shark Tank, where Mark Cuban always says that. For those reasons, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> like whenever exactly. he tells whenever he tells a contestant, like I'm not going to invest in your company, he always says, "For those reasons, I'm out." Thank you, John. Again, uh, Brian uh, says, "Do you guys believe a trade for another starter will happen before spring training?" I think it's a possibility. I don't know if it's a guarantee, and I don't know if it happens before spring training. Remember last year, Sean and I was in spring training. Yes, it was extenuating because of the uh, lockout, but I think it's a possibility. I think it makes a lot of sense. I think they're shorthanded when it comes to starting pitching. So I would put it at fifty-one forty-nine that you get a trade for a starting pitcher. I think it's more likely than not that the Padres will trade for a starting pitcher before the start of the season. What do you think? I think that is likely to happen, but I also wouldn't like be upset if it didn't. I just think that if, if anything were to happen before the start of the season, trading for a starting pitcher would be my guess. 
because that's what they need. Mm -hmm. And they're not going to sign anybody, and there's no one else to sign. So it's got to be a trade. And plus, I mean, God, knock on wood, just but with any sport, you know, in preseasons or whatever the case may be, if by chance you have an injury, then it kind of forces your hand and then you have to go out and trade for a yep. starting pitcher. It's a good point. You know, this is a really interesting point from Thomas. And I agree with this. Does Otani almost pay for himself? Like the exposure and revenue you get with him has to exceed almost any other player. No, Thomas, I think you're spot on. Here's the issue with a player like Otani. It's not, is it worth it? It's, can you get him from the other 29 teams? I mean, shoot, the Padres already ran into this. They offered reportedly Aaron Judge more than the Yankees did. Didn't get him. Mm-hmm. They offered Trey Turner more than the Phillies did. Didn't get him. You're going to get that now to like the second degree, at least, with Shohei Otani, where you could offer 550, but now someone could offer a 650 or 450, and he could take more because, Jim, it doesn't matter. 550 or 450 for Otani is the exact same thing. With marketing, if he goes to New York at 450 as opposed to San Diego 550, you might say it doesn't go as far in New York than San Diego, but he might be able to get 500 million more endorsements in New York than he could in San Diego, at least long term. So I think there's a zillion factors to consider. Like you are flat out recruiting this guy, not just because you can pay him the most money. You got to woo him over in like all areas to land him. Like he didn't choose the Angels because the Angels were this like powerhouse franchise. And it wasn't money, right? Because there was a limit in what he could be paid, right? At that time. Yeah. But if you're picking, and at the time, it was he he had to go to a team pretty much that was a had a DH. Well, I want to go to LA, yep. not the Dodgers because they don't have a DH yet, but the Angels do, and they're still in LA. So mm-hmm. let's go there. You know, so uh yeah, the market does matter. Um, because if he is in New York with the either the Mets or the Yankees, you're right. That pays for himself. Who cares about the contract? Right. Yeah, and with his global reach, I mean, I mean what is that worth to the Yankees? I mean, you're now marketing to Asia on your batter's eye or on your backdrops or whatever. You know what I mean? Video. And the Yankees signage. brand worldwide is already massive, huge, much bigger. So just than Angels. plop in Shohei Otani there. You're like, okay, that's worth. Who even knows what that's worth? Hundreds of millions of dollars, I'm hundreds sure. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. Would you like to reply to this, from Eric? No. <laughs> Thought I was 19. Well, I looked 19. You look, pre- you look pretty. How old? With your beard, you don't look 19. But you he, then still- replied, he then replied 29 instead of 19. I was going to say, you you probably could pull 20s. Yeah, I think you could pull off 20s, definitely. You're, well, you're only 30. When's your birthday? February. The whole month? Whole month. Whole month. That's how I roll. You were, you were born it's my birthday all month. Days. <laughs> yeah, it's my, it's my birthday month. Um, okay. February 5th, so I'm still 33. Can you remind me February 4th? Sure. Okay. Well, February 4th, we're going to be at FanFest. You'll be at FanFest, I think. Wow. <laughs> I didn't know FanFest was February 4th. I mean, I did when we found out. I might be able to go for the morning. That's the thing is is it starts at 9 a.m. Oh, yeah, you were going to go for the morning, right? So I was going to go for the morning, and then in the afternoon – Aaron's taking me to um, Harrah's Resort. We're staying over there the week, the the night, and we're going to. Oh, you uh, are staying the night. I, I knew you were doing yeah. dinner. I didn't know you were staying there. 
Yeah, she got us. She got us a suite, and then um, a suite. Yeah, dude, you guys live big. And then we're going to Gordon Ramsay's Hell's Kitchen that night, and I'll probably gamble all my money away. Are you a big and, gambler? No, I'm like I'm like a pull out a hundred bucks and see what I can do. Me too. Me too. But like that, I'm never would be a lot. One forty, like, even yeah. twenty. Yeah, like playing five dollar blackjack hands is like big time for me. Ten dollars is like whoa. I know twenty is like so I would never do it. I can never do twenty dollar blackjack hands. No, it it goes in two seconds. You could get rid of You're a couple hundred bucks in two seconds. I know. Yeah, it's so stupid. Um, I want to remind our viewers about our partners. We're unable to do this as often as we do it without the support of our marketing partners, including our title sponsor, Mark Nimitz. Farmers Insurance. I just renewed my insurance with him. Homeowners Earthquake Insurance. He can save you $750 or more if you switch your insurance over to him. Simple as that. Huge Padres fan. He's got great service and communication. He's supported this channel since day one. He's a San Diegan. He can save you money. So the next time you have a renewal, whether it's auto or home or renters or life or earthquake or whatever it is, make sure to get in contact with Mark. He'll talk to you about the Padres. He'll save you money on your insurance. You're supporting this channel. You're supporting a local business. Here's his website on the screen right now. You can get a quote online in minutes. So thank you, Mark, for your continued support of this channel. I know he's so pumped for the 2023 season. We just did sushi with Mark, which was a good time. But again, if you have insurance needs, get in contact with Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. There's a link down below. Yep. All his information is above my head. Phone number and email address. When you reach out to our buddy Mark, let him know that uh, John and Jim from the wrap-up show sent you. All right. So again, we're talking about the fact that here's the good out of everything that we've talked about over these first 25 minutes, the most encouraging thing, and I want to talk about this today on John and Jim, is that Alden Gonzalez kind of doubled down today to say that what was the words he used? I said it earlier, like it, it appears likely or most believe that Manny Machado will end up there one way or another. Pull this up here. Yeah, pull that up. It was something very strong, like it's expected um okay he says uh the dynamic could change if machado or scherzer opts out but machado is widely expected to remain with the padres one way or another so widely expected that's pretty good news mm -hmm. and by pretty again, good news that's really good news again i think the only way this doesn't happen is that the padres lowball him. Mm -hmm. or for some reason the padres like walk away Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Which I don't think is happening. I mean, it, could, it would take. Well, there's no real way to even walk away. The, the reason I think they're tied to him for 2024. There's a couple scenarios, Jim. Let's say he doesn't perform in 2023. Nobody wants to see it. But let's just say that happened, 
Or let's say he got hurt. Nobody wants to see it. Well, then he'll just opt in. In a worst-case scenario for the player, he opts in. In a best-case scenario for the player, he hits like he has these last couple of years. Then the Padres just extend him out. And he gets another 10-year deal for $300-plus million. But the Padres are committed to keeping him in a Padres uniform per Peter Seidler, that they want to keep him through the end of his career. So it's like one path is they just extend him out because he performs. Another path, he doesn't perform and he just opts in. So I do see it as very likely, but again, not a guarantee. No, it's not a 100% guarantee. But again, I think the only way this this here's a hiccup here or whatever the case may be is if the Padres don't offer him the number Manny wants. Like we've talked about it, about how we believe 100% when Manny says he wants to be a Padre for life. No doubt in my mind, he wants that to happen. But this is a business and Manny is a very smart man and he is very business savvy. Okay. He's not an idiot. So when it comes to money, he's not going to just take whatever. It's going to be what Manny wants. And if the Padres don't meet that or they severely lowball him, and I'm talking like five for a hundred, then like an extension on the, uh, the remaining five, right? So it's, it's basically a 10 to 50. Then I think you're looking at a situation where another team could hop in and make this a very t- difficult choice for Machado. Uh, I want to get to Pedro is such a loyal viewer. Thank you, Pedro, for hanging out. He says, listen to you guys. I don't know if he's talking about the chat or us. Paying a guy out of his prime 10-plus years, that's crazy. Are, are we? I don't know if I'm missing something in the chat or if he's talking about the idea of giving Machado a 10-year deal at age 31. You're that's not paying him out of his days. prime at age 31, and you could argue a hitter is, as elite as Manny Machado can hit into his late 30s. That's, that's very possible. Now, is he going to hit as a 40-year-old? I don't know. But can he hit a 37, 38? I don't think it's unrealistic at all. And by the way, what's the other option? Because there's if no you other option. Right. If you don't, then you're missing age 31, 32, 33 season mm-hmm. for Machado. And it's like, well, then I guess the other option is go get Otani. But easier said than done. Go get Otani. There's no alternative. The alternative is you don't have Machado. I rather have Machado and deal with his age 30 seven through 42 year then not have Machado and not have a guy who's going to be the best third baseman in baseball for three to four more years mm-hmm. minimum like the alternative is just you don't want that alternative I don't care how much he digresses or whatever the case may be or how bad that contract looks at age at age 38 you know Right. I mean, I just don't see any alternative. I really don't. I mean, if you knew you had something, then okay. I mean, if you extended Soto tomorrow and lost Machado tomorrow, I mean, it's not ideal. I can understand it. That's not because there's a scenario you could lose both. I mean, you could lose Machado and Soto. Nobody envisions it. I don't see it with Peter Seidler. So it's not like the would it be worst case scenario if you lost Machado and kept Soto long term? No, worst case scenario is losing Machado and Soto. But I think it starts with Machado since he's due up a year earlier, and the fact that he's been here the last four four years and he's produced. I'd just be I'd be very surprised if they didn't extend him out or try to extend him out. Like, let's be real here. Aren't all of these contracts in baseball like 
kind of you could argue technically bad contracts. <laughs> all the all these like free agents that you're saying like anything like, that's happened this off season, like eleven years for for Bogarts, is yeah, that really too many years? Is course. that really a good deal? Is no, is, it's just the lower AAV, right? Right. It's it's ideally like a Bogarts. You'd want to sign him for like for five years, years or five yeah. years. Yeah. Okay. That then you're like, that's a great deal. Same thing with every other player, like Aaron Judge. That deal is going to not look great in a, in a, a couple, you know, five years. But that's the going rate for these players, and that's the going rate in baseball. Is teams are signing these guys to long term deals because it lowers the AAV. Mm-hmm. And you know, the Correa deal, if they got with the Giants, that was going to be a horrible deal. And now the Twins. I think the Twins got a really good deal. Six years? Yeah, yeah it could be a good deal. Could be a good deal. But the 13-year deals, the 10-year deals, 11-year deals, sometimes those aren't really good. Martin, I want to thank you, and Jim does as well, for your super. Thank you guys for the super chats. If you're here live or on replay, please subscribe. We've got year-round content for Padres fans. We're with you 365 days a year. As news breaks, we're here for you. Please subscribe. Thank you for your support. Appreciate the super. That is a great way to support this channel. Just click the dollar sign in the chat box down below. Martin says, I just don't feel Otani fits here. Clubhouse branding, obviously talented, but give me Soto and Manny all day. Continue building around the quote-unquote core four. I'm seeing a little bit of that, Martin. Thank you again. I, I mean, I am seeing that theme in the chat, and you had the similar sentiment yesterday on John and Jim, which is like, you have everything that you need. Nobody's mm-hmm. taking anything away from Shohei Otani. Dude's brilliant. Coming off two amazing years. But like, is that your first order of business? Like, would you would you want Otani at the expense of something else? I think is really the question. But when you already have these four players, if you could keep Soto and Manny here long-term, then you're good. Then like, you can't complain about that. If Soto and Manny are here in 2025, and beyond, then like we're big winners. Padres fans are huge winners. If Soto and Machado are here long term, right? If if Soto and Machado if, are here long term, hell, even if just one of them here is long term, it's a win. Now, for how much they gave up for Soto, you know, you want to have him more than two and a half seasons, ideally, just because you gave up the entire farm for him. Uh, but if you win the championship in the next two years, it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter at all. Those prospects you gave up, losing Soto potentially, who cares? You won a championship, mm-hmm. so exactly it's all right. worth it. That's all. We've said that a lot. I feel like over the last couple of years on the wrap up show around John and Jim, we have to remember, and it's hard because like AJ Preller is a different job. He can't only put everything into 2023. He can't put everything. He has to think about 2024. He's literally paid every two weeks by the Padres. So he wants to think about his continued employment. With all that being said, most Padres fans, whenever we start getting into that conversation, oh, what about 2025? What about the – it's hard to concern yourself with it. I mean, we've never won anything. It's like at the end of the day, the goal is to win it all. So I feel like they're as well-positioned as they've ever been to win it all. And I don't know if that's good enough or not. Nobody knows that. Nobody knows if this is going to be the team that brings a championship to San Diego or not. But like, that's all I'm really concerned with. Do I think about 2024? Yeah. And Soto's here in 2024. Machado may or may not. So of course you're thinking about 2024. But 2025, 2026, Ethan Salas, 
You know what I mean? I, like, I'm excited. I, I hope he has a bright future in Padres uniform, but I can't get overly excited when I'm thinking about three or four years from now because my first priority is to do something that's never been done here, which is to win it all. Yeah, and our job is, like, we're not talking about 2025. If this team sucked, then, yeah, we're talking about 2025. Definitely. But they don't suck. They're really good. And so for us and for I I would say majority of fans, like the focus is and should be just on this season. You're right. Preller, his job is to focus on the entirety of this franchise moving forward in the future, yep. not just this season. That's While right. this season is a major priority, yep. duh. He also has to think about the future. You know, mm -hmm. that's a that's a hard job. For us, it's easy. All we can focus on is the here is the now, which mm -hmm. is great. And then obviously what's going to happen with the, you know Machado and Soto and potential of Otani and Darvish. And, yeah. you know, we talk about those things, but are we overly worried about them now? No, I'm overly worried about the 2023 season and making sure they get a championship. Yeah. Or something like this from MCC 951 or adding a pitcher. I mean, to me, what's more relevant today, Otani's the big topic. I mean, in something like sports radio, of course you talk about Otani or, Machado, and that's going to bring listeners or that's going to bring viewers to the wrap-up show. Truthfully, what's more impactful right now is going to get na name a fifth starter, right? I mean, right. That, that's just as valuable, if not more valuable, because Otani's not a Padre now and may never be a Padre. And even if he right. is, the likelihood of it happening in 2023 are extremely remote. So, like, yeah, I mean, we're concerned about 2023, but you always have to have an eye towards the future. But, yeah, he, you know what's going to happen, Jim. It's going to be opening day. Padres are going to have Bogarts in there. And we're going to react so like acutely, so to speak, to whatever happens there. Bogarts commits an error. Over. Bogarts has a home run. They blow a save. They don't. Yeah, exactly. We did it last year on opening day. Robert Suarez blew a save. We said, who the hell is this guy? Right? And that's really just good. how that's how it's going to work. So I, I can't wait for I can't wait for opening day. I can't wait to overreact. I know. It's going to be amazing. Like right? every game is going to feel like the biggest thing in the world because this is a superstar. I mean, this is an all-star team. Mm -hmm. You have an all-star manager. You have an all-star infield. You have an all-star closer. You have all-star pitching staff. You have literal all-stars spread it out throughout this roster <laughs> at every single position. I mean, if that doesn't like make you excited, I don't know what does. And so every game is going to be, whether we like it or not, a little bit of an overreaction. You know, if they start out, if they go start the year seven and 11, you're kind of like, what's going on here? Mm -hmm. You know, if they start the season out 15 and five, you're like, oh my God, do they have a chance to break 98 wins this year? Do they, can they get to a hundred? You know, there's a lot of things here. There's four potential MVP candidates on this team. Think about that. Correct. Four. Really, three Bogarts, I wouldn't put them. I mean, yeah, Bogarts can absolutely do it, but I would put three. Well, no, I would put two legitimate because they can play the, the whole legitimate season. or Machado and Soto. Right. Two legitimate. One who is an all star player through and through, and the other guy is the MVP talent in, in Tatis. Yeah. Dark horse because he's going to miss 20 games. So you better really produce. And he's not going to get a lot of votes because it's PEDs. Exactly. That's a great point. Uh, this is interesting. I mean, we've discussed this, Boogie, as you know, and thank you for your membership. Um, I don't know. I, I really have no idea. 
I don't know what the organization views him as long-term. I don't know if we'll get that chance here in San Diego or not. Maybe. Maybe he is. Nola's not young. And Campy's cheap. So maybe he can – and listen, with the new um, robot umpires, does it even matter how good of a backstop you have in the future? No. Who cares about pitch framing? And I think he's fine in those categories. I think a lot of it has been some overreaction. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't know if the organization views him as a 100-game starter or catcher moving forward or not. I just don't know. Well, they have to make a decision on him soon because I feel like it's kind of overdue. Mm-hmm. Just like, hey, either see what you got or move on. Don't continue to stay in the middle here and wondering and keeping him in this organization and not playing him. It's either play, see if his bat plays at the big league level and he can continuously work on his catching ability or you move on. There's no in between here. Don't have him just sit on the bench and play once every two weeks. Right. I'll tell you what. We did see this. I know we'll have this probably in your updates today, Jim, on John John and Jim. So Padres May 7th game is Sunday night baseball. Also, the Padres April 8th game. No, April 9th game in Atlanta is Sunday night baseball. So second week of the season in Atlanta, they're on Sunday night baseball. And then maybe the fifth week of the season or sixth week of the season at home against the Dodgers, 408 Pacific. I mean, that's going to be something else. You've got Tatis eligible. Let's hope he's healthy. You've got the Dodgers <laughs> here for the first time since the best of five divisional round. I mean, can you ask for anything more than that? Padres, Dodgers, Tatis back in uniform, hopefully. Sunday night baseball. Don't call it a rivalry game. I have legitimate breaking news. I'm listening. The Padres have hired former Tigers hitting coach Scott Coolbaugh to be an assistant hitting coach. He will You're be such part an of an idiot. <laughs> he will be part of the major league staff working with hitters under Ryan Flaherty. No one will hold the title of hitting coach. What? Okay, a couple of things. The reason you said that, tell everyone the reason you said that. Legitimate breaking news. So I said it the other day on the on John and Jim. I had legitimate breaking news, and it was that they signed Craig Stammen to a minor league deal. And you were like, I have, and the way you said legitimate, like I have legitimate breaking news. And we're like, okay, what is it? They've signed Craig Stammen to a minor league deal. <laughs> and then I'm like, wait, is that really legitimate breaking news? So Scott Coolbaugh, tell me the title again, Jim. He's just like an assistant coach. I said, uh, you can't fire another hitting coach if no one has the title of hitting coach. So true. So true. I want to say this guy. How do you spell cool ball? Cool B A U G H. Hmm. Okay. This guy played for the Padres. Mm. He did. Oh, really? He did briefly. I was going to say, I know I saw this guy in the minor league somewhere as a coach. I had to have. Is that last name is so familiar to me. Cool ball. I've never heard of it. I want to say he's got like a brother also in the, that's a coach. Oh, you know what, dude? Can I tell you something really crazy? Everyone here as well. Can I say something really crazy? Very crazy. It is. I'm not kidding. It's crazy. So Scott Coolbaugh's brother was Mike Coolbaugh. Who was his other brother? Scott. Never mind. No, hear me. No, no. Hear me out. You don't want to joke. Um, his brother was a former big leaguer and a minor league coach 
and he was killed when he was struck by a line drive in double A when he was first base coaching. Dude. Yeah. It wasn't terribly long ago. But anyway, isn't that kind of crazy? Like that's legitimately crazy. That's also very scary. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that's why in the minor leagues, at least all coaches on field wear batting helmets, not baseball caps. Because if you get hit in the head. Okay. Yeah. That they changed that. Yeah. Do they do that in the big leagues? Do coaches in the big leagues leagues wear? Yep. They now they've changed it. Yeah. I think it has to do with that. Seriously. So cool story, (laughs) Ba. Yeah. I mean, again, none of this matters. We put so we put so much on these coaches, but is it way more in these players? But isn't it weird? Like, guess what? They don't have a hitting coach technically. Good. I think that's so funny because (laughs) kind of funny. They've literally hired and fired a million hitting coaches since I've been here in San Diego for over (laughs) over a decade. They've had like 13 and 12 years. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's like, guess what? No one has the title of hitting coach. So you can't fire another hitting coach. That is so weird. Yeah, that's really bizarre. That's (laughs) truly bizarre. But again, with these hitters, the job is done. It's like if I'm coaching the Chicago Bulls in 1998, it's like you don't need a head coach. Like you got Jordan and Pippen in their prime. Like these hitters don't need anything. I think Manny Manny Machado and Juan Soto um, are pretty good. Now, now Nolan Grisham... (laughs) They, they might, might want to call. They might want to call in to the, the assistant. That's why it was so funny last year when when Juan Soto was going through his struggles and everyone wanted to blame Michael Berdar. Yeah, it's so ridiculous. Like, come That's on, so really, are we, fair. We're blaming Michael Berdar for Juan Soto <laughs> for not being two able to months hit? of so- Juan Soto wouldn't blame Michael Berdar. There's no chance in hell. No. Juan Soto would have held Michael Berdar at all accountable for his struggles. No chance. Yeah. No way. A hitter as talented as he would ever do that in what, a million years what hitting coaches do now it's changed where they're basically like analytical runners and by that yes. i mean yeah they Providing give data. all the data and all the analytics and and all the videos that these guys need of the pitchers that day to the hitters and then they tell them hey i was watching your swing even though you're watching your swing more than anybody mm-hmm. and the analytics show maybe if you move your the bat head this way or your hand, yep. if you put your hands down instead of up more, like, you know, your stance, you're too, you're too uh, upright. Like, right. Or you're getting 60% first pitch cutter. Did you realize that? I mean, yeah. you know, all these random things that you couldn't possibly be fully aware of. We actually have in our business a little bit. It's like, you can do shows and shows, but until you listen back or watch back Air or checks. have someone critique it. Yeah. You know, he's no. like, Jim, Jim is essentially the Juan Soto of radio. Right, I am a star of stars. Might get the biggest deal in radio history. They're coming no. after him from all angles. Um, no, <laughs> right. Um, and this is a great point from Pedro. Nelson Cruz is your hitting coach. Okay, I mean you, you got your veterans. Yeah. Manny Machado is your hitting coach. Right. These are all your hitting coaches. Right. Um, you're fine. There's something here. No, I wasn't. Yeah, I was basically taking a shot. I guess at Phil Jackson. When you have Michael Jordan, you're a better coach. Right. That's how co- that's how coaching that's works. How works. Steve Kerr, I'm a better coach because I have Steph Curry on my team. Yeah, I mean, it's like I'd be a like, better broadcaster if I'm broadcasting games for a, a winning team as opposed to a losing team. I thought you were going to say I'd be a better broadcaster if I was with Ben Fadden instead of Jim Russell. Exactly. I didn't wow. say Wow. <laughs> um, Jim is the Jim's bald spot of radio. 
Like, I blame Jim for constantly trashing Manny and never trashing Soto. No, you you would kill Soto last year. I wouldn't. I was the one that was very soft on Soto. Hey, when you're not do when they're not doing well, I'll tell you about it. But it but I'm not like a Skip Bayless where no matter what, I'm always bashing somebody. Right. Like no matter what happens with LeBron James, Skip will always bash him. Right. Okay? He'll win a title this year and be like, well, he'll pass. Well, he's going to pass Kareem, and Skip's going yeah. to talk shit about it. Right, but like, Kareem was was a more uh, stately man off court. Like wasn't no, he? when I called, when I said Manny Machado needed to be better last year, he was hitting two hundred for a month and a half, <laughs> and then he became an MVP. And you're like, shut the hell up, because he's been a, a freaking amazing. All right, also amazing aura. Please support our partners, ORA.organic. Great way to get healthy as we begin 2023 with all plant based. Nutritional products, whether it's a probiotic or a protein or a pre-workout supplement or an omega-3 oil or a sleep supplement, whatever it is, this is an amazing company. Their co-founder, Will, is a San Diegan, a huge Padres fan. This company, Aura, has offices right here in San Diego in Liberty Station. Great way to get healthier. They literally have something for everyone. Clean products because they're all plant-based. They're all affordable. You can shop online at ORA.organic. Again, ORA.organic. There's a link down below. And again, if you support this channel, please support our partners, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance, our buddy Will at Aura, ORA.organic. Check them out as you watch the wrap-up show. Yeah, they have everything you need to live a healthy lifestyle. It's not too late to you know have that New Year's resolution of getting back in shape or staying in shape or becoming healthier. Best place to do that is going to Aura to get all of their, lo- all of their organic supplements, uh, plant-based. It's the best in the market. www.aura.organic. Go there right now, and you will definitely thank us later. And you'll feel good about yourself while you're watching the wrap-up show. This <laughs> stuff's so funny. It's like it is. It, it's hard because when you're a coach, your team either sucks and you get fired, or your team's good and they're like, "Well, you had Jordan, right? He had Tim Duncan. He had Steph Curry. There is something to that, right? Like um, it's not. Yeah. It's the only way that. Co- like you could argue it's not even that's about players sometimes and not even really about that because you can have the best coaches in any sport mm-hmm. like who's the best like bill belichick okay tom brady left and now bill belichick's like not as uh, good not as good so what did that tell you <laughs> not saying he's a bad playoffs? coach in the last they three missed- years they have not no they missed the playoffs this year but they didn't they made it last year and they got killed by buffalo right and they didn't make it the first year without brady correct Correct. So he's made it one of three. One of three. So okay. is Bill Belichick now a bad coach? I don't think he's a bad coach. It just helps when you have the best players. It's the um the Tory theory with um Joe Tory. Joe Tory. I was about to call him Jim. I'm like I'm like drunk. I was thinking Jim Tomei. Jim um, Tory. Joe Tory like was a longtime manager before he reached the Yankees. He was fired like three times. Well, guess what? He had a really good team in New York. Okay, this guy you know? named Derek G- Jeter. Is that his yeah, name? Yeah, exactly. Jeter was on that team. Derek Jeter and uh, Mar- Mariano Riviera. R- Riviera. Mariano mm-hmm. Riviera. Yeah. Those are pretty good players. Ber- Bernie Wilson was on that team in center field. The great Bernie Wilson. Yeah. Jorge Tostada. Oh, I liked Jorge. Was um, <laughs> T- Tino, Tino Martinez. <laughs> We're such idiots. Paul O'Neill. Charlie Lays was at third yeah. base. <laughs> Chuck Kanapalakok. <laughs> We're such morons. Yeah. Oh, man. 
Mike Massina. <laughs> what are we even talking about? Mm-hmm. All right, here's what I'm asking you to do today for everyone that's here live or on replay. And even if you're watching this replay, not on whatever day today is, please support our radio show. Really, it means the world to us. And we're talking Padres every single day from three to six on John and Jim, or not every single day from three to six, but we literally talk Padres every single day at some point every day from three to six. So please, if you support this channel, please support this. I had 555 room. you talking about Otani. Uh, please support our radio um, show, whatever the hell it's called, John and Jim. Radio San Diego down. Sports 760, also available on the iHeartRadio app. Again, if you are here live or on replay, all we ask is that you subscribe. We have year-round exclusive Padres content for you. Please subscribe. Smash the like button for us. Follow us on Twitter. We also have a podcast. If you don't want to watch the video back and you're running an errand, you're in your car, you're going for a run, you can check out the podcast of the wrap-up show. There's a link down below for that as well. Please support our partners, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. If you have auto, home, runners, life, or earthquake insurance needs, Mark is your guy. He is a huge supporter of this channel. He appreciates your support. Also, Aura, ORA.organic. Get healthier in 2023 with Aura. Again, huge supporters of this channel. Their co-founder, Will, like Mark, is a San Diegan. Ben liked Jorge Tostada. It's a pretty good one. It was, it was good work. All right, guys. Uh, we'll see you today on the radio at 3 p.m. We'll be back with you later in the week with another edition of the wrap-up show. For Jim, I'm John. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye, Jim. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.